whenever someone only talks about one single thing and has no nuance and they're just like hyper-focused on that one thing, so sort of like, let's say, these carnivore people, they're unwilling to accept that any other diet works. They are fully and only and uniquely just carnivore. They don't believe that you could try any other diet, do any other diet or anything. There's literally no nuance. So whenever you have somebody speaking who claims to be an educator or a scientist or somebody of knowledge, and they're unwilling to even accept that they might be wrong or even entertain other ideas, that's just a little bit suspicious. Now, now there are obviously some hard facts in science that's like, you know, the air contains oxygen. We get that, you know, no one's debating that. So there are some things in science where we know they're kind of absolute and they really don't change. Like, you don't need a study to tell you the sky is not on fire. You could look up at the sky and the sky's not on fire. And you know, with absolute certainty, without doing a study, that the sky is not on fire or that the sky is not red or that water is wet or, you know, things like that. You don't need to be a genius to do that. But if you have some somebody that comes out and says, I did this diet, it's called carnivore. And, you know, it could be anything, keto, Atkins, vegan, whatever. And I did this diet and I lost 100 pounds and that's it. This is the only way humans should ever function. And then they go and they start like posting data and studies about that thing that supports it, which obviously you can find. So then someone else come chimes in and says, well, look, hey, I'm a head of nutrition at Kansas State University. While you can do that diet or that thing and it does work, the studies have shown that almost any diet works if you control calories and protein. However, you do need to be in a calorie deficit, but it can work if you're one of these people whose cholesterol goes up on your diet that you selected. You might want to change it, but definitely still pick a diet that you can adhere to long term because that's way more important than you know selecting a diet that works short term and they have a lot of nuance and they explain things and they go on and on and on, that's when you know when you're dealing with a subject matter expert. Like too many times on Twitter or social media, any social media really, somebody be like, don't listen to this guy, cholesterol is good for you. Like what? I literally spent an hour explaining something about cholesterol and that person will post, of course, it's all these amazing anonymous accounts with, you know, numbers, but of course they'll post something like, cholesterol is good for you. This guy makes no sense. Like makes no sense based on what your gut feelings or like science and data. So whenever somebody is like that into one single thing that makes, that isn't supported by science and they're not willing to listen to the other side, like, yeah, there are other physicians and other doctors on social media platforms who are like, Hey, listen, you said this one thing. Generally that's true, but there are, instances when that's not true and here's like a few conditions where they that may not be true and then you as a physician and as a critical thinker when you know you're talking to somebody who's more uh what's the word who knows more about that topic than you then you should obviously listen you shouldn't let your ego get in the way it's not about ego you're gonna feel butt hurt that you know you got corrected online in public don't feel bad you should be proud and happy that this person felt that you were worth the time of them saying to you, hey, listen, what you said is generally correct, but you know, you might want to tweak it a little. You know, I've had that happen 
a lot by people who are smarter than me. Like we have a saying in Arabic that on top of every knowledgeable person, there's a person with more knowledge. So regardless of how much of an expert you are in whatever field or topic you think you're an expert in, there's always somebody who knows more. So expertise is not limited to just you. Like I might know a lot about, I don't know, how to treat blood pressure. I'm a cardiologist. That's what we do, right? But a nephrologist who specializes only in blood pressure problems probably knows more. Or as a cardiologist, I'm very good at treating cholesterol down, right? That's what we've been doing our entire lives. But a lipidologist might say, hey, listen, you might want to look at the ApoB. It's a little discordant with the LDL. Why don't you check this, this, and that? And I'm like, wait, what? What is all that? So there's always going to be a case where you don't know as much as someone else about something. And the same thing goes for on people online. When somebody's explaining something to you, if you don't know about it, just listen. And that's the other thing about online people. You know, if you are here to argue with a cardiologist and, and you're not a cardiologist at all, or you're like a mountain climber, literally this is a there's a guy who's a self-described mountain climber who wants to argue with a cardiologist all the time, which is okay. When you put yourself out there, you open yourself up to criticism, questions, all of that. I'm not debating that. You can do that. But when you don't even have like a basic understanding of what you're debating or discussing, you should probably ask the questions in a way where you want to be educated. Like, hey, doc, I heard this, this, and this. Is this true? Like, you know, is this true? A lot of people are saying this. That's okay. If you want to learn, ask questions, learn. We can all learn from one another. No big deal. If I wanted to learn about mountain climbing, I would ask you, right? But when the question is like a definitive statement like, doc, you don't know what you're talking about. It's the small LDL particles that are the problem. The big fluffy ones don't matter. I mean, first of all, that's completely inaccurate. Maybe we thought that in the late 90s and no one thinks that now. If you read any published paper in the last, I don't know, since 2005, 2008 maybe, no one thinks that small LDL uh, or fluffy LDL or oxidized LDL or any of this madness is actually a problem. We know the actual problem now and we've mapped it out. We know how atherogenesis occurs. We know how your arteries start getting plugged up from the moment you put food in your mouth till you end up with uh, plugged up cholesterol. And I'm not saying the food ends up in your arteries, no. But the metabolism of lipids and triglycerides and calories and all of that and how it gets trafficked and where it ends up and where it goes and how it gets around in your body, we know those mechanisms now for the most part. Is there ever going to be more advances? Yeah, absolutely. That's why every like three to five years, the textbooks are redone and reprinted with the current, most current data. Um, and, you know, that's kind of how I feel about that. There's really uh, no reason to have one extreme viewpoint and you're unwilling to learn or unwilling to consider that you might even be wrong. Uh, that is just, not, you probably don't want to listen to those people. Somebody is super Mr. Carnivore, like the whole account on Instagram, you have these people, like an anti-seed oil account. Like, what? <laughs> Do you not even understand one bit of science? Every time you've switched from a saturated fat to any seed oil, especially the one that you guys hate the most, actually cardiovascular markers improve and people live longer. So, you know, this whole account is dedicated to hating seed oils. Yeah, probably want to skip that account and follow somebody who has a little more nuance and can actually explain things in a way that makes sense. That's how you know somebody's a real subject matter expert 
when they can explain, explain things with the actual nuance uh, involved. So hope that helps. Add some five-star reviews and I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.